Okay, we are live. What's going on, everybody? This is the Sheepkey Sheared Podcast, where we're talking about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, Austin Creed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. I have good news, so I'm back on my PC. For those of you who have followed the show the last couple days, I mentioned that my graphics card, or the New World Order, one of the two, is after me. Turns out it was my graphics card. For all I know, I'm on some watch list, but that's not important today. What we're talking about today is, those of you who've seen the news, apparently Biden is taking a, a page out of Trump's book, and because he announced he's sending 1,500 active duty troops to the southern border to provide operational support to the U.S. immigration authorities. Now, for those of you who are new to the show, I am a U.S. Air Force veteran myself. So, I have a rather vested interest in this story, and we'll be talking more about the political insanity behind it, we'll be talking about the relocation of immigrants in the past, the refugee crisis going on, uh, for-profit prisons, for those of you who have never heard of such a thing before, and then of course we'll be talking more about this story that's been breaking in the news recently. So we're going to play the intro, stick around, you're in for a fantastic show. And ladies and gentlemen, we're back to the show. All right, so let's get let's get down to brass tacks here. So, for those of you who have any kind of political ideology, you have some kind of stance on illegal immigration because it's just been out of control in the in the recent past. So, as I mentioned before, the start of the show, the Biden administration announced that they're going to send 1,500 active duty troops to the border. Now, objectively, you would say, Austin, that's fantastic. I've been waiting for this. Well, hold on just a minute. I Look, that's how it's framed. And here's one thing I'll teach you before we get any further. Whenever someone, especially the mainstream, someone being the mainstream press, when they tell you something that sounds very positive, but then they don't go into more detail... You gotta ask questions because something is not, something's afoot and you don't know it. So I'm on CBS News. As I mentioned, the Biden administration is deploying 1,500 active duty troops to the southern border to provide operational support to the U.S. immigration authorities as they grapple with a sharp increase in migration crossings ahead of the termination of the pandemic. Um, uh, migration restrictions. What they mean is Title 42, for those of you who don't know. And look, this sounds all well and good. This sounds like a fantastic move. However, if you listen to, is it her, how do you pronounce her name? Jean-Pierre? Is that how you pronounce her name? I hope I got that right. The, The press secretary for Joe Biden. Well, according to her, immigration is down 95%. And yet, here they are sending troops to the border with a... Even CBS News admits that there's a sharp increase. They're out here lying to you yet again. 
Big shock. It's almost like it's the government's part-time job or full-time job to lie to you. All the while, while they're lying to you, and to those of you who buy it, they're saying, Thank you for being so dumb. Here, I'll read you what the U.S. Customs and Border Protection has to say. Now, they're an official website of the U.S. government, obviously. So I'll read you what they said. So here's the release date on this operation. You ready for this one? It says, According to them, the U.S. Border Patrol encounters the encounters of individuals who have entered the country, illegal aliens, between points of entry at the southwestern border in March, so last year. They, they can't, they don't have the data yet for April. I looked for it. In March, though, it's up 25%. 25% up from not even last year. No, no, no. Last month, which would be February. Up 25%. Now, admittedly, she didn't lie about everything. It's down in certain countries. Mostly South American countries. Not Mexico. Not Caribbean countries. No, 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 no. Not Haiti. No, no, no. You know, the countries that normally send a lot of migrants our way? No. No, 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 no. Now, you may ask, what the hell is the problem? They just want a better life. They're just here to protect their families and want to be here to make a better life. Well, that may be true. However, here's the problem. Uh, we can't support, we can't even take care of our own poor, my friends. My friends. You mean to tell me there's nobody poor in America today? You mean to tell me that the welfare state's not at an all-time high? You mean to tell me that people aren't on the street? You mean to tell me that we're rolling in dough, never had it so good, to where we can afford to take in these migrants from all over the world? You see, people who argue in favor of immigration, they don't mean illegal immigration. They're talking about controlled immigration usually for people's skills, their specialties in labor, whether it be for big tech, whether it be for the fields, whether it be for factory work. That's what they're talking about. They're not talking about the illegal aliens who can barely speak and write their own language, much less English. They're not talking about them. That, that's not what we're talking about here. Now, uh, let's get back to the article. The, let's get back to the, what the Border Patrol has to say. They said that their January border enforcement, the beginning of this year, measures continue to hold strong. So they're trying to save face. And then they're blaming the warmer months. Here's what it says. The increase in encounters from February to March is typical. Oh, oh, look at that. The sharp increase is typical. Hmm. Is that right? Oh, and of course, they say, oh, it's because of winter temperatures and how the weather's just nicer. Because when the weather's nicer, my friend, ladies and gentlemen, they like to come here in greater numbers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that right? But, oh, it's less compared to prior years. Oh, so it's been worse in the past. It's been even worse in the past than it is right now. 
And you're now supposed to say, oh, the 1,500 troops, oh, that's fantastic. They, they frame it as if they're all going to walk down there with machine guns and stand on the border. And if anybody tries to step across the border, they're going to mow them down. No, that's not what they're going to do. You know, <clears throat> as someone who's been in the military, I can't help but notice the lack of, oh, active duty troops. Uh, what What is their job? What is their AFSC? They don't mention that, do they? They don't mention, oh, th these are cops, or oh, these are medical personnel, or oh, these are trained professionals when it comes to law enforcement. They're not going to sit there and mention that, are they? Nope. Are they going to tell you why they're going there? Nope. Are they going to tell you how, what their nope. purpose is? Well, of course they're not going to tell you that. Because then you might actually put the pieces together and realize that the whole thing is a dog and pony show and a farce. Because if they were there to kick them out of the country, they would say that. And if you, if you take a look at Joe Biden, look at his campaign when he was running. He said, oh, we want all the refugees to come here because America's a safe place and we want to help those who are in need. As if implying that everybody here is living big meat, you know, living better now, coochie sweater now, when it couldn't be farther from the truth. Middle class is eroding before our eyes. The poor are getting poorer. The rich are getting richer. All the while, he's sitting there like Nero playing his fiddle, watching the United States burn. But that's neither here nor there. I digress. Let's get back to the article. These numbers. 162,317. In March. In March of 2022, uh, 211,000. Uh, March of 2021, 169,000. Anybody noticing a trend here? Oh, and look at this. Over two-thirds, or 69%, of all southwestern land borders, land border encounters, were single adults. Single adults, not this, oh, we got to keep the children together with their families. No, 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 no. 69% were single adults. Oh, what happened to all the children who were being put in cages by this evil orange man in the, in the White House? What happened to that? Hmm. Well, that's interesting. My friends, let's just see what this... I challenge you. I can't show you the picture yet. I'm working on upgrading my software and getting a camera for the show. Here's the, here's one thing I want you to look up if you want to do some homework. Consider this uh, homework in the Austin Creed classroom. My friends, look at the uh, pictures in El Paso. And look at all the military-age men who are entering the country. I want you to go and I want you to look at that. You will be shocked. They'd have you believe it's all a bunch of helpless kids and they're, they're poor refugee parents who are trying to get over the border. Uh, hmm. So you mean to tell me that it's all families and, and really poor downtrodden people who just want a better life for their kids? Nope. No, it's not. No, it isn't. 
So now how do you explain all the military-age men who are literally, we're literally importing a foreign army into this country? Now, I know you're saying, oh my god, Austin, how could you say that? That's not true. They'd never do that. Oh, really? Uh, then why is it there's no voter ID laws in this country? Who do you think, now, now, allegedly, okay, I can't prove this, but if you want to use your deductive reasoning skills, go ahead, be my guest. I will provide the information for you. Uh, how is it that, especially in my home state of California, how is it that people like Dianne Feinstein, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Gavin Newsom, how do they stay in office when the streets are broken, uh, crimes through the roof, needles are all over the streets of San Francisco and San Jose? Uh, can someone explain to me how they stay in office? Do you think that taxpayers continue to vote for this garbage? No, I'm not saying they're not voting for it. What I am saying is there just happens to be no voter ID laws in the state. And what I'm also saying is it doesn't matter who casts the votes, but who counts the votes. I'm also saying that. You, uh, you can look that one up. Stalin said that one. Uh, a good friend of, the, of your communist friends in the U.S. government, left-wingers. So uh, I'm not saying that they're doing that. Oh, what I am saying is uh, there are a lot of coincidences happening. A lot of uh, things you might question. You know, some shenanigans going on. Yeah. What? Shut up, Meg. Yeah, I'm telling you guys. I'm not saying that it's definitive. What I am saying is uh, if it's not true, well then... Someone should really do something about all of this really smoking gun level evidence that somebody might accidentally put together and maybe get onto you a little bit. Oh, oh, uh, I digress though. I, of course, I have no proof. No, no, this is all alleged. This is just a thought provoking exercise because we don't want to scare the left wingers in power and. I don't want to be taken off and never heard from again like they used to do in the Soviet Union or Nazi Germany. But we'll get back to the show. We won't talk about that. We don't want to scare people. Anyway, let's get back to the show. So I mentioned for-profit prisons, right? So let's think about this. If the legal immigration is out of the control and even the U.S. government says that it's going up and up and up, uh, let me ask you something. Do you think this is happening in a vacuum? Do you think that no one's making big money off of this, that it's just happening? Well, if you think that, then uh, you're clearly not paying attention because money is behind everything that ever happens, ever. So let me read you another article by the Global Post. And here's what they say. They said, it is no secret that private for-profit prisons have accumulated substantial wealth from the U.S. criminal justice system. But another relatively unknown aspect of their reach is their role in immigration detention for the U.S. government. Send it. Yes, you heard me right. There are people making billions of dollars off of this. So now you see why it's happening. They don't care about the children. They don't care about the poor people, the poor, 
downtrodden people who are running from such oppression. We don't care about them. It's all about the money. Everything is about money. Always is. The Department of Homeland Security operates the largest immigration detention system in the world. Additionally, the federal government spends more on immigration enforcement than any other federal enforcement agency in the country. Send it. Oh, and you might wonder, who who's making this money? Oh, well, I'll get to that. Be patient. We ain't done yet. A report that investigated four immigration detention centers in 2018 was released earlier this year from the DHS Inspector General. The report in question described the egregious conditions in these facilities last year, but the situation at the U.S. border is still getting worse. Oh, gee, I wonder why that is. Now, here are the names. You ready for this? Core Civic and the GEO Group have acquired billions of dollars in revenue from the for-profit prisons and detention center systems in the U.S. and abroad since the 1980s. Again, you don't hear about this very often. You don't. Let me ask you something. Do you think that it's fair or foul to make money off of illegal aliens while pretending that you're a... Oh, that it's all about the children and their parents and their oppression. Do you think it's fair to hide your billions of for-profit in politics and... Basically making money off trafficking people? No, no, no. Allegedly, of course. I'm curious, what do you think about this? Do you think this is fair or foul? Now, for it, before we continue, any questions I ask during the show, now this is a live show, for those of you who have any questions, you can feel free to hit me up on Twitter, at Aussie Creed or at Austin Creed, and on my Twitter page, you can, you can address to me any comments, concerns, criticisms, or answers to the questions I pose during the show. Additionally, you'll find a link there to the podcast website, the mothership, so to speak, for the show. And there will be a Patreon link and the donate button on that website. And if you feel so inclined to donate to, to the show, I will be very appreciative. And every single dollar and cent that goes into that patreon will be used for the show to make it better higher quality and more educational and entertaining for everybody now enough grifting let's get back to the article at hand core civic one of the companies i just mentioned was founded in 1983 and is the largest private prison corporation in the world the company owns and operates over 100 correctional and detention centers across the country. Again, do you think this is fair or foul? This is... <laughs> oh, man. And here you thought it was all about the children 
and the futures of these very impoverished people. No, it's all about the money. It's always about money. Every single time, it's about money. Oh, God. Oh, this is great. Oh, y'all gotta love this. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Y'all are about to love this. Th th this is fantastic. All right, hold, hold on a second. Y'all ready for this? I'm about, I'm about to break the lid off this. You ready for this? You, wanna, you ready for a laugh? Hey, look. Now, <clears throat> let, me, let me get in a proper voice here. According to documents provided to the Global Post by Geo, one of the two groups we just talked about, but according to Geo's executive vice president of corporate relations, Mr. Pablo Pays, uh, Geo, they he they claim, uh, Geo, Geo does not play a role in passing criminal justice or in immigration laws. No, no, no. Geo has never advocated for or against criminal justice or immigration enforcement policies. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that right? So they they don't have a they don't have a horse in this race, folks. No no no. Those billions of dollars they've made they didn't play a role in passing or not passing any laws or regulations that would help them make money. Oh no. For, perish the thought. They would never do that, right? These these damn liars would never do that, right? No, no, of course not. They wouldn't do that, right? No, people don't want... Pardon my French, but you're an asshole! Y'all really believe this, this flat-out damn lie rubbish? Y'all really buy this shit? I, I don't buy this for a second. This is garbage. Filth! Garbage. This is a bunch of garbage. So you mean to tell me that private prisons are not trying to advocate for laws that are for or against that might help them make money? Hmm. Is that right? That's not like the uh, immigration detention industry is a $2 billion industry according to the BBC. Oh, no. No, there's nothing to be gained here, right? It's just all those damn Republicans and conservatives. They're making a big deal out of this for nothing. Those damned cracker Republicans and damn... How dare they question us? They're all racists, even though a lot of conservatives also happen to be black and Hispanic. They're all racists, right? That's why they hate it. Unbelievable. Oh. And if you think that the United States is the only civilization that's ever done this, well, you're mistaken. In fact, I'll take you back in time to ancient Rome. That's why, So I mentioned before that I think of them as an army. And how I'm not buying this shit. Well, let me tell you something else. Uh, let's go back to, let's go, let's go back in time for a second. Let me, let me paint y'all a little picture. Let's go back in time. Okay. 
back to 200 BC to 700 BC. I don't I don't use BCE. I'm not a communist. I don't, I don't use that. H so ancient peoples experienced political and environmental crises much like we do today. However, here's something you probably didn't know. Is that after the Romans captured them, they would forcibly relocate these people from their conquered lands to somewhere new. Now you may ask, why? Why would they do that? Did they do it because they were all mean and evil? Did they do it because they were racist? Did they do it? They they must have done it because they were all racist, evil white men, right? Wrong. No, actually, they did it for a very strategical reason. Why did they do it? Well, I'll read you what the article says. The article says, and this is in Yale. By the way, this is from Yale University. It says they, that this project that I'm reading to you catalogs all known instances of forced immigration into the Roman Empire over nine centuries. They would dominate people groups and then they would forcibly relocate them to a foreign place to make them more malleable and have less ties to the land. Why is this important? It's important because it made them malleable, like I just said, to the Roman government. It made them dependent on the government. It also helped the people not to rise up. Look, let's pretend that everybody from California was moved to, uh, I don't know, let's pick Florida, because I actually like DeSantis quite a bit. Let's put them over there, and let's pretend that they're all moving, that we're all pushing them over there against their will. Hypothetically. Play along with me for a second. Let's say they're doing that, right? And they all put them in, in foreign homes, in a foreign place, in a different culture. Do you think that they might be a little alienated, a little out of place? They might be a little uncomfortable, unsettled even? Yes, exactly. Which is exactly what the Romans were doing to the people who conquered. They conquered. They did it so that they would be less likely to rebel against a foreign cap a foreign capital because they did not have ancestral ties to the land in which they were now dwelling and they were so focused on getting themselves back up and maintaining their own sanity and culture any any semblance of civilization that they were focused on themselves and not throwing off the chains that were around their necks. You see how that works? Let's paint let's take this ancient example from about 1300 to almost 2000 years ago and let's take it to today. Let's fast forward all the way up to right now. Do you think that people who barely speak English, who don't have don't know American culture, are not used to the place they're not used to the American, they haven't had the American dream, they're hungry, they're desperate, they want to succeed, they don't want to leave. Do you think that they are maybe in the place where they might be vulnerable to politicians promising them things? 
and that they'll vote for whatever will keep them in the country and that will help set them up financially, physically, and spiritually? Probably, yes. Uh, let me ask you something. Uh, why do you think the welfare state keeps expanding, eh? Do you think it's just a coincidence that illegal immigration is at an all-time high? And then simultaneously at the same time, uh, the welfare state is at an all-time high? Hmm. Especially in refuge, so-called refugee states like California? Well, the welfare state is through the roof? Hmm. Well, that's a pretty big coincidence, isn't it? And then all the politicians tell the native people who live there that they can drop dead. And then they tell the, the people who move there who are on the government dole. They give them their vote and then they say, Thank you for being so dumb. And then they just become career politicians. And every time the election comes around and they act like they're nervous about losing. And then they put out a little bit of a, a raise for the welfare state. And then the welfare recipients will give them their votes. And then they'll laugh all the way to the bank saying, Thank you for being so dumb. Now, I'm not saying that they did necessarily do it, but let's let's just let's play hypotheticals again. Look, look at the political insanity we see across the board. But mostly on the left. Do you think that the refugees flooding in from every crevice in America, flooding into blue cities, blue states, a lot of times more recently red states to help turn the tide, do you think that could be a possibility? Considering there's very little to no voter ID laws? Hmm. You see what I'm saying? This is making sense to anybody else out there? Potential? In fact, I would argue it's foolish to think this is not happening. How could you say it's not? We know who's benefiting from the crisis. We just talked about them. I think, yet again, we, the people, especially the sheeple, are being sheared yet again to pay for the welfare state to pay for illegal aliens, to pay for the politicians' slush funds, yet again. So what do we do about it? Well, for one thing, you support people who talk about it, number one. And number two, when you don't fall for politicians who promise you one thing, and then after you give them their money, your money and your vote, they tell you, You don't fall for the bait and switch that they present to you every single time without fail. And you need to speak out about these things. You need to support right-wing leaning groups, right-wing commentators. And make no mistake about it. No politician, no matter whether it's Trump, DeSantis, Biden, uh, Hillary Clinton... Bernie Sanders, they no one's going to save you. No one person is going to save you. It is your job in your local community to save yourself, your family, your neighborhood, your school district. It's up to you to do it. Because who else is going to do it? 
the people who are putting out uh, these these child pornographic books in schools allegedly they they're gonna help you I don't think so think your state will help you they might I wouldn't bet on it so what do you do I'll just give you the answer you have to be willing to stand up to the insanity and you have to know it's going on you have to be willing to engage and not check out not to say well I can't do anything about it throw up your hands and say well can't do anything about it, so it is what it is. End of story. No! No, if everybody did that, we'd all be speaking in German or we'd be a lampshade. No. Look, my friends, there are no simple solutions to this because, well, there actually there are. The problem is the politicians, politicians will play politics instead of actually participate in solving the problem. But here's what you can do. You, my friends, can find me on Twitter if you have any comments, concerns, criticisms. At Aussie Creed or at Austin Creed on Twitter. You can donate to the show. Help me reach more people. Help me expose the liars. But my friends, this is a long-haul war. This is a culture war that's going on. Make no mistake about it. These people are so evil, they're coming for you. You need to be ready when the time comes. Because it's happening right now. If you have children, you know what I'm talking about. If you live in a blue state, you know what I'm talking about. If you pay attention to politics, you know what I'm talking about. You don't need me to remind you of this. Well, my friends, that's the end of the show. I appreciate you being here. I'm sure that there are some people today who heard what I was talking about. They probably got bored. And before long, I'd be sounding like this. Bueller. Bueller. But for those of you who stuck around, I really appreciate y'all. You're the real ones out here. Until, so like I said, you can find me on Twitter, at Austin Creed or at Aussie Creed. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, answers to the questions I pose, go right ahead. You can donate to the show on the website link that I attached to the mothership for this platform, this podcast. Until next time, my friends, God bless you, God bless your family, and God bless these United States of America that is being sabotaged every day of the week. We are out of here.